From the heart of Nebraska's capital city, this is the Nebraska Family Alliance Report. Here's your host, Nate Graz. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us for the Nebraska Family Alliance Report. I'm Nate Graz, Policy Director at Nebraska Family Alliance, and today we're highlighting the biggest wins from the Nebraska Capitol during this past year's legislative session and why they matter. We'll also share what you can expect from the upcoming legislative session and why people of faith play an indispensable role in government and our legislative process. Lastly, the fight for life is here. Abortion could be on your ballot in 2024. We'll talk about what this means for our state, what you can do to prepare, and why this is a moment where we must stand up to protect our Constitution, the health and safety of women, and the lives of preborn children in Nebraska. The 2023 session is worth talking about, remembering, and learning from because it was truly a session that we have never seen before in Nebraska. There was a session-long filibuster Senators threatening to burn the session to the ground, senators making national headlines, hundreds and hundreds of protesters showing up to the Capitol, all in opposition to common sense legislation to protect the lives of children in the womb and to protect children from irreversible transgender surgeries. And despite all of the the chaos and confusion and filibustering and obstruction that we saw, We also saw generational wins. We saw senators sticking together to do what was right, to pass laws that will bring huge benefits to our state and to protect children for years to come. And so looking back, uh, this really starts with the passage of LB 574, the Let Them Grow Act. That's what uh, really the whole session came down to. It was all centered around this one bill that was all about protecting children, both born and unborn. This was a law that ensures that children, minors, cannot undergo irreversible transgender surgeries, that we will stop the unregulated access and prescription of hormone therapy and puberty-blocking drugs. And also, this bill was critically amended down the stretch after the failure, uh, a heartbreaking failure of the heartbeat bill, which failed by one vote. LB 574 was amended to include a provision that would prohibit abortion in Nebraska after 12 weeks gestation, which before this, we still allowed elective abortion past 20 weeks. And there are only seven countries in the entire world, including the likes of China and North Korea, that allow elective abortion that late in pregnancy. And we were finally able to change that. And this was a huge moment for our state because we had a very public debate and vote on whether or not we will be a state that allows children to undergo irreversible gender transition surgeries in the name of gender ideology, and will we be a state that becomes a destination for abortion, or will we be a state that protects children and that values life? And where previous legislatures would have likely folded and caved to the pressure, this session we saw senators stand firm to do what was necessary, and to stand up to protect our kids. Performing transgender surgeries on children and elective abortion both violate the first duty of medicine. Do no harm. Children who are struggling to embrace their biological sex need love, support, and time, not harmful drugs and surgeries with lifelong, irreversible consequences. There's a reason that children aren't 
eligible to make other life-altering decisions. If a minor is not old enough to get a tattoo or buy cough syrup over the counter, why would we permit dangerous hormones and drastic, irreversible surgeries for them? And yet, this is what was happening in Nebraska. And thankfully, with the passage of this law, we ensured that children can receive help and not harm, treatment and not transition, and protection, not politics. And by moving our state abortion law from 22 weeks to 12 weeks, we were finally able to end the practice of late-term abortion and save more lives in our state. Passing LB 574 was a huge, hard-fought victory, but here is what I think is the biggest takeaway. This is what we cannot miss. When we are talking about and dealing with these issues, these are not political issues. These are spiritual issues. Abortion is the greatest human rights issue of our time. And performing gender reassignment surgeries on children is the greatest medical scandal in modern history. So at the end of the day, this isn't about left versus right. This is good versus evil and right versus wrong. So going forward, we have got to move away from this idea that Christians shouldn't get involved with government or politics because it's too controversial or too political. And we've all heard that. Well, you know, I, I agree or I support that, but I can't talk about it publicly. It's too controversial. It's too political. I don't want to make anyone upset. I don't want to offend anyone. We need to be less concerned with what's perceived as political and more concerned with what's actually biblical. The truth is that the Bible doesn't teach about political issues because there's no such thing as political issues. Politics is not a category of issues. Politics is simply a process. And just because an issue is being debated in our political process shouldn't determine whether or not we care about it. If God cares about an issue, then we should care about it too. And we have to care not just when it's easy and not just when it's popular, but even when it comes at a cost. Because choosing to do what's popular is what's political, but doing what's right is what's biblical. We must continue to speak the truth with love while doing everything we can to defend our kids and to protect every human life. And that's what was accomplished in the 2023 legislative session. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it because our kids are worth it. And we also saw another major victory for children and families in Nebraska with the passage of LB 753, the Opportunity Scholarships Act, the first ever school choice bill to pass into law in Nebraska. Parents should have more control over their child's education than the government. And yet Nebraska, until the passage of this law, remained one of just two states in the entire country without any real school choice legislation. Now, thanks to the passage of the Opportunity Scholarship Act, more families will have the ability and opportunity to send their child to the school that's best for them and aligns with their family's values. Under this law, Nebraskans can now receive a tax credit for making private donations to scholarship-granting organizations who award scholarships to low-income and working-class families to send their child to the school of their choice. This is all about putting kids first and bringing power back into the hands of parents so that more families have the opportunity to give their child the education that is best for them because we know that kids learn differently and do better in different environments. But many families haven't had that choice or haven't had that opportunity. So this creates a lot of hope and more freedom and choice in education. 
But sadly, the teachers union is already trying to repeal this law and to remove that hope and choice from families. They have spent over a million dollars collecting signatures uh, in recent months to try to repeal this law. And this will actually be on the ballot in 2024. People will have the option on their ballot to vote to either retain or repeal this law. The Opportunity Scholarships Act was a historic step forward for the state of Nebraska and to finally realize the benefits of school choice in our state, so we must fight to defend it. We have more information and resources at NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org where you can learn about this law and why it's so important that it does remain in place so that more children and families can have their educational needs met. So as you can tell, there were a lot of historic wins this session from legislation that got passed, but there was also a lot of good news in what didn't get passed. We are thankful to report that every bill that was opposed by NFA failed to advance this session. This included proposals seeking to force transgender ideology in schools, to undermine the truth about marriage, and to even force counselors to affirm transgenderism and same-sex attraction in children. Thanks to prayers, advocacy, and citizens staying engaged, religious liberty was protected, parental rights were upheld, and efforts to expand abortion were defeated. We actually saw three different attempts this past session to try to create a right to abortion in our state constitution. Thankfully, all of those efforts failed, but it's a battle that's not going away. Ultimately, the decisions that are made by our elected representatives impact the lives of real people. And without Christian influence on government, government has no clear moral compass. And when we look around our world and our country today, it's clear that we need that moral compass as much as ever. So as we prepare for the 2024 legislative session, here are some things that will be really important and what you can expect to see unfold. 2024 will be a short session in Nebraska, which is comprised of 60 working days as opposed to the longer 90 working day session. Any bill that was introduced in 2023 that wasn't advanced or defeated automatically carries over and new bills can be introduced in the first 10 days of the session. So that will be a critical time for the legislature. Now, in terms of what to expect, unfortunately, I think that we can expect to see a repeat of the 2023 session. That means more filibustering, more extreme obstruction tactics to try to prevent pro-life and pro-family legislation from advancing because we're going to have the same legislative body and increasingly that type of behavior is becoming the norm. But as we've seen, a lot of really important work can still get done and there's some big opportunities before the legislature. A number of really critical bills uh, that you can expect to hear more about and to see come up uh, very likely for debate. LB 575, the Sports and Spaces Act. This is a bill to protect women's sports, to ensure that it is only girls who are competing in girls' sports, that uh, girls are not forced uh, to compete against biological men, and also to ensure that all bathrooms and restrooms in schools are based on biological sex and not gender identity. And while this sounds like a common sense bill, it will likely be the flashpoint for the entire session, much like LB 574, the Let Them Grow Act, was in 2023. There are also important bills to proactively protect religious freedom. 
LB 277, the first Freedom Act, would ensure that government doesn't unnecessarily or unduly burden your individual right to the free exercise of religion, and also that government can't treat churches and religious organizations worse during a state of emergency. We saw in recent years all over the country instances where churches were closed and yet places like casinos and liquor stores were allowed to stay open. And we need to make sure that that never happens in Nebraska. And also LB 810 is a bill to protect the conscience rights of medical professionals so that doctors and nurses aren't forced to violate their beliefs and that they can't be forced or coerced uh, to participate uh, in procedures that they disagree with. So much will be at stake, especially as more new bills get introduced. But with a unicameral legislature in Nebraska, the people truly are the second house. And that's why Nebraska Family Alliance is dedicated to empowering people to stand up for faith, family, and freedom at our state capitol. And beyond the capitol, there is much work to do. Abortion may very likely be on your ballot in the general election in 2024. Pro-abortion advocacy groups have filed a ballot initiative attempting to create a right to abortion in our state constitution. The abortion industry is going to be pouring millions of dollars into our state to put this on the ballot, and this extreme tactic has been used in other states to wipe away all pro-life protections, and they know that if they can succeed here, they can succeed anywhere. And so it's up to us to protect women, children, and families in our state by rejecting this extreme proposal to enshrine a right to abortion in our state constitution. Please visit NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org for information and resources on how you can help oppose this initiative. And let's continue to stand for life and the truth in Nebraska. Nebraska.